You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in. Thanks for listening. This is Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. This is episode 199, one shy of the big 200, and I'm going to be uh, answering a question that I got from a regular listener uh, that was uh, that was a little bit sobering for me to really think about and consider, and, and I'm excited to, to answer. And the question is, uh, what happens to the prayers of those people that are not Christians or those people that are not true believers? Great, great question. Uh, I got an email. Uh, from a listener, I'm not sure how to pronounce first name. Apologize. I think it's Kenny or Kenny. I, I'm I'm butchering it, so I apologize. Forgive me. Um, but uh, corresponded with this listener uh, a few times, um, and uh, s- several very long emails, some really very encouraging emails, some great thoughts uh, from this listener. So I'm just going to read a portion of the email. It says, I've started listening to your podcast in the last few months, really appreciate the wide range of topics, but also focus on how focused each episode is. I believe in God, but I'm not a Christian, and I'm being led away from my comfort zone to understand who Jesus is. Anyways, I have two questions. The first question came up in a weekly Bible study I'm doing with a Christian friend of mine. We were wondering what happens to my prayers. Since I'm not a Christ follower, what happens to my prayers to God? And if I don't believe in Christ, who would I presumably be praying to? This is a, a great, great question. Uh, the listener goes on to live a, you know, just give a very, very long kind of explanation and thorough kind of thought process that not necessarily applicable. I think you guys get the point. Um, Number one, let me just say to the little sister that again, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I apologize, uh, but so thankful that you would listen to my podcast. So thankful that you would be studying uh, Christianity and kind of going on a, a faith journey. Uh, you know, I, I know you, you said you believe in God. You, you kind of have a, an openness to spiritual things, and you're studying, even though you you don't necessarily profess to be a Christian, which is super super cool that you would be studying that. So just want to let you know, I'm super proud of you, um, and, and I want to give a very honest answer uh, to this question. Um, to anyone out there, if you are not a Christian, if you are not a genuine, true follower of Jesus Christ, there is no guarantee that your prayers will be answered or even listened to. Like that, that is the, the truth. That sounds harsh. That sounds kind of in your face. But I feel the need to be honest. This is what the scripture points us to. Let me unpack that for a moment. Prayer is a gift from God that he, that he allows for his, his people it is a special privilege given to the people of God. And, and, and it's alluded to in John chapter 1 that this is only for the children of God. And then later in John's gospel, John writes in John 9, 31, there's a story about this young man who gets healed. And, and what we learn from this story is that it is not likely that God will listen to the prayers of any sinners that are looking after their own good. They're having selfish motives. In fact, James, the younger brother of Jesus, in his in his epistle, James chapter 4, verse 3, he says that God will not answer um, any prayers that are prayed with selfish motives or, or with wrong motives. He says that there are certain prayers that God doesn't answer if you have the wrong motives. And presumably, someone who is not born again, who doesn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them, is going to be asking with wrong motives. If 
you are not a true follower of Jesus, then the Holy Spirit does not live inside of you. And if the Holy Spirit does not live inside of you, then you're not being transformed to be more like God. Therefore, you still have sinful motives. You may not even realize it. You may not feel like it. You may even seem like a good person. You may seem like a moral person in some ways. But outside of the power of the Holy Spirit, you have no chance of being transformed to be like Christ. And therefore, your motives are not like that of Christ. They're just simply not. That's what the scripture tells us. But, okay, I'm going to give a big but here, all right? Christ has promised, or God has promised, to listen to the prayers of his own people. And, and we learn from the scripture that if you are a sinner looking out for your own motives and not following God, that it is not likely that God's going to listen to your prayers. And, and, and that if any person, Christian or not, is praying with the wrong motives or selfish ambition, then those prayers are probably not likely to be listened to either. But, but... Even though you might not yet be a part of the fold, it is plausible that even if you are not a Christian, that you may eventually be in the family of God. You see, God knows who's going to be in his family. God knows which humans are going to eventually become true and genuine Christians, mostly because he chooses who will be in his family. Uh, that's a different episode we'll cover at a different time. Um, but God, he knows exactly what humans are going to be in his family and which ones are not. And so I, I wonder, I wonder as I, as I read through John 9 and James 4 and I read through some of the passages, I wonder if those passages are more focused on the person who is being purely selfish and not thinking about God at all. But, but maybe the person who is, who maybe is not a believer today, but eventually will be a believer, maybe God is attentive to that person. I think that maybe that's plausible. Again, because God knows who are, are his people. Um, you may not be a Christian today, but if, if God knows that eventually you will be a Christian, then you are his already. You belong to him. Whether you're walking it out or not is irrelevant. You belong to him. And eventually he's going to woo you and draw you into his family. If you belong to God, if you're one of his, you will eventually come to faith in Christ. You will eventually become a true follower of Christ. That will definitely happen. That is clear to us in the scripture. John chapter six tells us about that. And so I think that even if you're not a Christian today, and even if you're not walking it out today, but you eventually will be, I think God's got his eye on you. I think his ear is attentive to you. I, I think that's the case. And we can see that because there are multiple times in the Gospels where there are people that are not yet true believers that are crying out to God. Now, we know that no one seeks after God unless God first draws him. John chapter 6 tells us that. The book of Romans it, it, it highlights that for us. No human will ever chase after God or seek after God genuinely without God first doing something in their heart. The Holy Spirit Without even you realizing it, the Holy Spirit shows up. He proactively and preemptively does a work in your heart, and it begins to draw you to God. He begins to give you a desire for God. He begins to shift and change your motives. So even though you're not already yet a Christian, not yet a believer, the Holy Spirit is wooing you. And eventually the Holy Spirit does this thing called regeneration, where he transforms your heart, and it draws you, to the it draws you into the family of God. It draws you into relationship and friendship with God. So you may not be a Christian today, you may not be walking with God today, but if God knows that eventually you will be, I do believe that he's got his eye on you and that there's going to come a day where you cry out to him and you pray, he's going to hear your prayer, he's going to answer that prayer, and he's going to draw you into his own family. The Bible says this in Psalm 34, that the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. 
Who are the righteous? The righteous are all those people that God has declared to be in right standing with himself, right? That there's a bunch of people out there that are sinful, that are not in right standing with God. They're basically on God's bad side. They have not been forgiven for their sins. The righteous people are the ones that have been forgiven of their sins, and therefore they are now on God's good side, right? You were you were unapproved by God, now you're approved by God. You were an enemy of God, now you're a friend of God. You were on God's bad side, and now you're on his good side. You were unrighteous, but Christ, because of what he did at the cross, he can declare you righteous. So God's eyes and ears are attentive to all those whom he has declared righteous, all of his. And even if you're not a Christian yet today, but God knows that you will be, then you belong to him. You're one of his. And I believe that his eyes are attentive to you, that his ears are attentive to you, and that as he draws you, as he woos you to himself, as, as, as he does the supernatural things in, his, in your heart that only he can do, he's going to draw you to the point where you actually believe in him. And he's going to be listening to your words. He's going to answer your prayers. And he's going to use your prayers as the the launching pad to doing great things. He's going to take your prayers, your requests, your petitions, and he's going to fold them into the causality of human events throughout the course of human history. Prayer is this incredible gift, this special privilege that God gives to his people and only his people. But I'm not so sure the Bible tells us that that means that only after you've become a follower of Christ. I think I think that maybe there's some leeway, some wiggle room in the scripture to say that maybe someone who's not yet a believer, but eventually will be a believer, those people are being listened to by God, that he is attentive to their, uh, to their prayers and to their cries. I, I believe that maybe, maybe the Lord's got his eyes on all of his people, and that includes the ones that maybe yet not have or have not yet actually put all their hope and faith in Christ and in Christ alone. My God is so gracious that he knows his. He knows who belongs to him. He knows his people. He knows his, his peeps. He knows his family. He's got them picked out. He's, he's got his eyes on them. And ain't nothing that the world or the devil or circumstances can do to stop those people from coming to him. Those are his. And even if you're not a follower of Jesus today, if eventually you will be, if you are one of his, I believe he's listening to you. Thanks to my regular listener who sent in this long email. I promise I will get to the rest of your email and your second question in a future episode of the podcast. Again, thank you being uh, thank you so much for being a regular listener. To anyone else listening to this, if you have a question that you want me to address on the podcast, uh, any particular topic, any particular question you want me to dive into, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. My address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at TheologyForTheRestOfUs.com. To ensure you never miss an episode of the podcast, make sure you subscribe in iTunes or in your favorite podcast player. That'll guarantee that you never miss an episode because every episode will get delivered directly to your device. Hey, if you're loving a podcast, do me a huge favor. Head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Those reviews are a big, big help to the show. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.